Hey, Mama. I know getting meals on the table for your family can feel tough, especially finding weeknight-friendly meals that everyone in the family will love. There's a good chance it's why you're here, at least I hope so. Helping moms take the stress out of feeding their family is my biggest passion. It's why I share with you here, and it's why I created the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. If you've ever wished this podcast came with a weekly done-for-you dinner plan with a shopping list and meal prep tips, or maybe a recipe library with over 200 family-friendly recipes, cooking tips, how-tos, and hacks, well, it does, and it's all in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club over on Patreon. Starting at just $3 a month for access to our 200-plus recipe vault with printable PDF recipes, or $5 a month for weekly done-for-you dinner plans, plus the recipe vault and bonus podcasts every month, the Healthy Mama Cooking Club is the dinnertime solution you're looking for. Head to patreon.com slash healthymamachris or click the link in the show notes to try it out for a week free and join over 130 other busy mamas making weeknight meals work with the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. I can't wait to see you in there. All right, let's get on with the episode. If you're curious what a chef, busy mom, and grocery budget expert loves and buys at the grocery store, keep listening. We recently brought back the Healthy Mama Grocery Guide series, and today we're talking another cult favorite, Trader Joe's. So stay tuned for my best tips and favorite items at TJ's. Does cooking feel like a struggle more often than you want to admit? Do school lunches get boring after the third week and even cereal for breakfast sometimes feels like too much effort? let alone feeding yourself and your family meals with vegetables they'll actually eat? If you're a busy mama like me, you can probably relate. I'm Chris Dovniak, and welcome to My Healthy Mama Kitchen. I'm a trained chef, culinary nutritionist, and mama of two, and I'm here to guide you in making healthy eating easy and accessible by simplifying your meal plan, demystifying meal prep, taking the stress out of weeknight dinners, and helping you learn to cook your family delicious, nutrient-dense meals along the way, without spending hours in the kitchen or thousands of dollars a month at Whole Foods. In this podcast, I'm here to share my best tips, tools, and hacks for your real-life Healthy Mama kitchen with a side of humor and sometimes a little bit of spice. So grab your favorite apron and let's get cooking. Welcome back to the Healthy Mama Kitchen podcast. I'm Chris Dovniak, trained chef and your host. And if you missed the first installment of the Healthy Mama Grocery Guide series, be sure to head back to last week's episode to listen to my Healthy Mama Aldi Guide. If you're new to the series, I originally released the Healthy Mama Grocery Guide series back in 2021. And I recently asked you all on Instagram if you'd be interested in me updating it for 2023. And it was a resounding yes. So over the month of May, I'll be sharing my guide to some of my favorite places to shop for groceries. And today we are talking the fan favorite Trader Joe's. Something to know about me? If you didn't already, I grew up in Rhode Island, which is the smallest state. Yes, it's actually a state. When we lived in Toronto, I had several people look at my license before I had it changed over and ask me if I was from New York. And I'm like, no, no, no. Long Island does not have its own driver's license. I am definitely from Rhode Island. And I'll give them a pass because they were Canadian. But even in the U.S., (laughs) I've had people go, Rhode Island's actually a state. It is indeed the smallest state with the longest name. If you wanted a fun fact for your kids. Another fun fact, there is one total Trader Joe's, and I didn't go to Trader Joe's until I was in my 20s. So 
Imagine my surprise and delight when I walked into a Trader Joe's for the first time. I want to say I learned about Trader Joe's. It was on the internet somewhere, either a blog or maybe it was YouTube, something like that. And if you've never been to a Trader Joe's, it is a very different experience than other grocery stores. Where with Aldi, you have a different experience because you have to put a quarter in the grocery cart and bag your own groceries. At Trader Joe's, it's different because There are very few name brand items similar to Aldi. Everyone is wearing Hawaiian shirts. It has this really fun and quirky sort of atmosphere that's way different than most of the other stark grocery stores I go to. The prices are overall pretty darn good, and the employees are literally the best ever. Like, if you've ever been to a Trader Joe's, I've gotten into such good conversations with Trader Joe's employees at the end of it, like in the checkout line. I'm like, should we have exchanged numbers? We could definitely hang out. And they're probably just being nice. But honestly, Trader Joe's is the best. Now, the one major con to Trader Joe's There are there are two there are sort of two cons, but there's only one major con that really drives pretty much everyone insane. It's that the stores are small and they can be crowded and the parking lots are typically the same. So I love going to Trader Joe's, but I also sort of dread going to Trader Joe's. Now that we live in the Tampa Bay area, there's two Trader Joe's within 30 minutes of us. So I can choose kind of which one to go to. But there's one I go to specifically because the store is a little bit bigger and easier to navigate and the parking lot is ever so slightly better, but they're both kind of terrible. The other con to Trader Joe's is similar to Aldi. They don't always have everything you need, but they're a lot better than Aldi. I can do my entire grocery shopping at Trader Joe's, though I, even though the prices are good, I don't think the prices are the best Overall, I don't think I get the very best prices on things like I do at Aldi, but it is significantly better than your average grocery store like for us, our Publix. So I do think the prices are great. I do think the atmosphere is fun. The employees are incredible. Unfortunately, the stores are small. They can be crowded and they don't always have everything. Is it worth going, especially for specialty items? Absolutely. Now, there aren't a lot of hacks for Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's is kind of a hack in and of itself. If you have any Trader Joe's specific hacks, please reach out to me over on Instagram at Healthy Mama Chris. One of the cool things about Trader Joe's is it has a lot of unique ingredients that you can't find anywhere else. And they also have some really solid shortcut items. So at the end of this episode, I'm going to share with you some of my favorite Trader Joe's specific shortcut dinners instead of giving you hacks, because I think the shortcut options are the hacks of TJ's. What I will share with you is my do's and don'ts, my favorite items at Trader Joe's. This one was hard. I have more than 10. And I will share with you my kids' favorites because my kids love going to Trader Joe's as much as I do. And we usually do a pretty decent snack stock up at Trader Joe's because that is one area where the prices are pretty darn good for snacks, especially for kids. So let's dive in to my Trader Joe's do's. Okay, first and foremost, their produce in season just like Aldi, we know that produce in season is always going to be less expensive, but their in-season produce is significantly better in terms of pricing than the rest of their produce. So in-season produce, usually there will be a section of local produce towards the front, and they will have little end caps with produce that they're highlighting. So there were this week... At Trader Joe's, there were, this, oh my gosh, should have taken a picture of them, giant containers, probably like I don't know, maybe three or four pints. They were huge and they were about $7.99, which sounds outrageous, but it's a pretty good price for that many blueberries. But their regular small packages of blueberries are like $3.99. So they're not 
any more or less expensive than the regular grocery store. Trader Joe's does not do sales. So that is something else to know. So their price is their price. You're not going to get a better price unless they decide overall to bring the price down or something's in season and that's a better price. So don't look out for sales at Trader Joe's, but their produce overall is a pretty good price. It's typically better than the regular grocery store, but not that far off. My favorite item in the produce department at Trader Joe's is probably their salad kits. Their salad kits are pretty robust. They're usually two full meals for me uh, or a side for our family. Some of my favorites are the Mediterranean salad kit, their barbecue Toscano, their arugula, lemon, and basil salad kit. They have a Southwestern salad kit that's very similar to the one at Aldi. They have an Asian sesame crunch one. They change seasonally, so look out for their new salad kits. We also just love their standard Caesar salad kit as a side for pizza or something simple that we're having for dinner. It's a good shortcut option. So I love their salad kits, but in terms of their produce, I think it's pretty good price. It's, they're pretty good prices if you're going to shop at Trader Joe's for your entire grocery haul versus your standard grocery store. It's pretty decent. I also love their dairy section. They have great nut and oat milks. They're not as inexpensive as Aldi, but they have a really good selection. Generally, they have them in the Tetra Packs, so off the or out of the dairy section and then in the dairy section. Their almond milk is good. Their oat milk is really good. They also have a really yummy brown sugar oat milk creamer. If you like the brown sugar oat milk shaken espresso at Starbucks, it's similar to that. Their whole milk Greek yogurt is our family's favorite next to Cabot. Cabot whole milk Greek yogurt cannot be beat. You can't get it at TJ's, but their whole milk Greek yogurt is a good price. And my youngest kiddo eats it for breakfast almost every single morning. We get the plain and then she sweetens it with yogurt or maple syrup. Now, if you're imagining walking through a Trader Joe's with me, my Trader Joe's, when you start out, you walk in and there are eggs and dairy and produce right in front of you. The eggs and dairy being right in front of you is different than most grocery stores. Typically, they're on the other side of the store. So even though I recognize that cheese is a dairy item, the cheese is not, the cheese section is not near the dairy section of my store. So every Trader Joe's is laid out differently, but I'm going to go talk about cheese after. In the dairy section, they also have grass-fed butter. They have some good cream cheese. I've heard really good things about their vegan cream cheese. I'm not a huge fan of their cottage cheese. I know I'm supposed to be giving you dews, but I think the dews in the dairy section are the yogurt. My kids really like their fruit smoothies, though they're not the most cost-effective, but in a pinch, they're really good. And I think that they're So their yogurts and their nut milks are pretty good. They also have a good grass-fed whole milk for a decent price that my youngest really enjoys as well. Oh, and the brown sugar oat milk creamer. So those are my favorites in the dairy section, save for cheese. Dews in the pre-packaged section. They have fantastic dips and spreads. I don't think I've had one that I didn't enjoy. I love their buffalo chicken dip. My kids don't love it as much as I do. My husband likes it too. Their caramelized onion dip is delicious and worthy of any snack plate or table at a party. And I also really love their Mediterranean style hummus. It comes in a giant container compared to your regular hummus. All of their hummuses, hummus I, are really good, but their Mediterranean style is a really great deal. And I use it as the base of our hummus bowls because we use a lot of hummus in our hummus bowls. 
They also have a great selection of plant-based items. We are not plant-based in my house, but a couple of the ones that re- that we love and are really great prices are their sriracha tofu. It's pre-baked, so as long as you're okay eating it cold, all you have to do is take it out of the package, chop it up, and I love it on top of a salad. It's also great on top of bowls. And their tempeh is a really great price and has a really great flavor. My kids like it too. In the prepackaged section, they also have a ton of shortcut items. I'm going to share with you a couple of my favorites in my favorite items. I wouldn't say that these are the best in terms of pricing, but if you need a shortcut, they have things like gyro meat, pre-marinated meat. They have pre-cooked chicken. Their balsamic rosemary is my absolute favorite. They have just plain pre-cooked chicken and turkey that you can use as a shortcut for recipes. They also have a really yummy carnitas that works well as a pulled pork or carnitas alternative, and it's like $5.99, which is a pretty good price. My kids love their organic chicken nuggets, and overall, as a family, we love their chicken meatballs. They're $3.99 for four servings, which is a pretty darn good price, and we buy those often for a shortcut. So that's kind of, those are my go-tos in the prepackaged section, and then you move into the deli meat section. Now, similar to Aldi, the deli meat packages are small, but my kids really like them, so we do tend to buy from the deli meat section pretty often. My favorite is the rosemary ham for sandwiches. My kids really love the roasted and the smoked turkey. I'm not sure if this is considered prepackaged or deli meat, but their sausages are also really great. Their chicken sausages, their unexpected cheddar chicken sausage is on our favorites list. Their maple chicken sausages for breakfast, if you like a sweeter chicken sausage, are really great. My kids like those as a protein option. And as you might have heard before, my kids are hard to get protein into other than that yogurt for my youngest in the morning. So we'll often grab a package of those for something to keep them a little bit fuller until lunchtime. They also have great sliced cheeses. They have a really good variety of sliced cheeses. They have a sliced Gouda. Uh, I think it's a smoked Gouda that my husband really likes. They have a great sharp cheddar that we'll use for burgers. And their New Zealand cheddar, it's a grass-fed cheddar, is really great for sandwiches as well. So their sliced cheeses are a yes Their deli meat is, though, it is a little bit pricier than if you were to get it at a deli. The flavors are good there. And they have great string cheeses. My kids love their string cheeses. They have a Monterey Jack and I believe a Colby Jack. It's the one that's white and orange. And my kids just find that more appealing than your plain old white string cheese. But that's a great snack option for kiddos. So we love the deli meat and cheese section, even though it might not be the least expensive. It is great. And then let's talk about the cheese section because the cheese is a definite do at Trader Joe's. Similar to Aldi, they have an incredible cheese section. Now, what I like about the Trader Joe's cheeses are there are cheeses at every price level. There's a huge variety and a lot of them are cut into different sizes so you can choose as much as you want to get. So you could spend $12 on a hunk of Manchego or you could spend five. So definitely look out. Don't just grab a hunk. Look at how much you need and look at the prices. Some of our favorites are the Manchego, like I mentioned, their wine cheese, the unexpected cheddar. The unexpected cheddar dip is really good too. The New Zealand sharp cheddar, the English coastal cheddar. We'll buy their blocks of Parmesan cheese to grate ourselves, but they also have true Parmigiano Reggiano, excuse my accent, in the dairy section or in the cheese section, I should say, pre-grated if you want pre-grated, but actually good quality pre-grated cheese. So I could go on and on about the cheese section. They also have great options for charcuterie like prosciutto and different salamis. We will shop there often 
for charcuterie items. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The bread section is also a section I think that's worth hitting up. Very similar pricing to Aldi when it comes to bread. I love their sourdough. They have a really great ciabatta bun. They have an everything but the bagel ciabatta bun. If you know, you know. They have an everything but the bagel seasoning, and they put it on a lot of different items, and I love their everything but the bagel ciabatta buns for a sandwich. They have great sprouted grain bread. That's our go-to there. They also have a great gluten-free section. Their gluten-free bread and bagels are pretty decent as well. But if we're talking gluten-free, I think the star of their gluten-free bakery section is their gluten-free muffins. Oh, my goodness. They have different ones each season, but their cinnamon streusel muffin is one of my absolute favorites. They have a dark chocolate one. Their muffins literally taste like they came straight from a bakery, the gluten-free ones specifically. Those are the ones that we get. They do not taste gluten-free in the least bit, so those are really great. Also in the bakery section, not gluten-free, their naan bread, their pita bread, and their focaccia bread are all great sides or bases to meals as well. They also have a good selection of tortillas. I really like their little almond flour tortillas for tacos, and they're pretty inexpensive. I think they're like $2.49 as well, so very affordable compared to my favorite Siete food. All right, so let's talk about the star at Trader Joe's, which is their dry goods section, starting with their nuts and their dried fruit. Their nuts and their dried fruits are bigger bags and a better variety than Aldi, and their prices are a little bit higher, but they do have some really fun ones. Like in the fall, they have a maple almond. They have a sesame almond or a sesame cashew that we really like. Their truffle or rosemary Marcona almonds are must-haves for me for charcuterie boards. And then they just have your plain, raw, salted or unsalted cashews, walnuts, almonds, pecans, and they are overall a pretty good price and good quality. They come in resealable bags. Now, I still recommend putting them in an airtight container at home, but I really do I really do enjoy their nuts and dried fruit. They also have freeze-dried fruit that my kids really like. Though the freeze-dried fruit is a bit pricey. In terms of basics, their oils and vinegars are a good price. I love their red wine vinegar. It's only $1.99. And their balsamic vinegar and their balsamic glaze is great for a caprese salad in the summertime. They have a great selection of grains and pastas, including gluten-free. So they have a great quinoa, multicolored quinoa. Their 10-minute farro is great for quick dinners as a base to a bowl that's different than your just basic rice. I also really love their harvest blend that they have. I think it's year-round now. It used to be in the fall, but that's a great base for bowls as well or the base for a quick dinner. Their gnocchi is really delicious as well, and their gluten-free pasta. They have one that's like a quinoa brown rice fusilli, or it might be a rotini. It's a swirly pasta, (laughs) and that one's really great, and their pasta is really well-priced overall. Their orzo is good, too, so overall, their pastas are definitely worth grabbing, and their grains are worth grabbing as well, and then sauces. Their sauces are pretty good. They're not my absolute favorite sauces. They don't compare to Rayo's, in my opinion, but they are pretty inexpensive. They have a great organic marinara sauce for like $2.49. 
And overall, pretty good prices on canned items in general. So canned tomatoes, tomato paste, beans. Again, not as good as Aldi, but they are really good. And I find that they're really good quality too. So they are worth hitting up. I also love their canned or I guess tinned fish section. They have great tuna and they have a huge selection of different types of tuna. They also have smoked mussels, which you can't find everywhere. They also have really great salmon in the can that I use for my lemon basil salmon burgers. Now, speaking of burgers, they also have a decent condiment section. Aldi competes when it comes to the price of condiments. It's like $1.99 for ketchup at Trader Joe's. Their mustards are really good. I really like their grainy Dijon mustard. I use that in a lot of sauces. I don't love their mayonnaise. It's not my favorite. That's a don't for me. Uh, I will get it in a pinch, but the ingredients aren't great and the flavor isn't great. We'll get to don'ts in a second. But another do for me is their nut butters. My husband's favorite is their salted Valencia peanut butter, and my favorite is their salted almond butter. Yes, we like salt in our house. So the nut butters are really great. They have a great mixed nut butter, the cashew butter when it's there, the cookie butter. If you know, you know, the cookie butter is delicious. It's not gluten-free, but it is a tasty treat. It's not like an everyday put that nut butter in your smoothie kind of thing, but it is a delicious. You've got a great piece of bread that you've toasted up, and you're going to put on some cookie butter and whatever other toppings you want to put on. It is decadent and really delicious. Not in the dry goods section, but they also have a cookie butter ice cream. And I think I like that even better than just the cookie butter. And they have a great sunflower seed butter as an alternative for peanut butter that my kids really like as well. A couple other items in their dry good canned section I really love. Their canned Greek chickpeas with parsley and cumin are really great for a quick bowl. If you're going to make a metze platter, you can throw them on top of a salad. So for a vegetarian quick protein option, those are really, really delicious. They have a pretty good selection of baking items. Again, not as good in terms of Aldi when it comes to prices. And I think when it comes to pricing, I think we can pretty much all agree overall. We're not going to get better than Aldi, but I want to give you a little bit of a comparison if you don't have an Aldi close to you or you haven't been to Trader Joe's, so you have an idea of what to expect. They have great smoothie ingredients, so superfoods, if you will. They've got hemp seeds, chia seeds, and cacao. All are good quality, all of which I buy often. Their coffee section is pretty darn good. Their prices are, I think, better than Aldi for what you get because they have some really great fair trade and organic coffee. We really love their espresso blend coffee. We like our coffee really dark. And they have a good tea section, too. Their ginger turmeric tea I drink all winter long. And my older daughter has just started getting into tea, too, and she really likes that tea as well. We can't leave the dry goods section without talking about seasonings. They have great seasoning blends and a pretty good price, actually typically better than Aldi when it comes to spices. So typically they're about $1.99 to $2.49. I believe they're $2.49 at Aldi, but their spices are good. They have a really great herb de Provence that I use on chicken all the time. I really love their ranch seasoning. I use it on top of eggs, like hard-cooked eggs, as a seasoning like that. You could make ranch out of it. I make my own homemade ranch anyway. I have not tried to make it into ranch, but I love it as a seasoning. Obviously, they're everything but the bagel seasoning. Their chili lime seasoning is very similar to tahine. There's a lot of options in their spice section, so be sure to check them out. And then, of course, we've got to talk snacks. Most of the snacks are going to be in my favorite section because we definitely go to TJ's for the snacks. But a few of my favorites include the chili lime tortilla chips, 
the fig and olive crisps and the non-crackers for charcuterie boards or just snacking. My husband really loves their dill pickle chips, and the kids love basically any any of their snacks, but they really love the plantain chips. They really love the snap pea crisps. I think they're called inner peas. Oh, and the onion chips, which we currently fight over as a family. And also their broccoli chip their broccoli chips are like freeze-dried broccoli. They don't always have them. They have freeze-dried okra, which is one of the two foods I won't eat. I'm sorry, okra fans. I just I can't. Um so that makes me sad. But when they have the freeze-dried broccoli, it's really tasty as well. I won't go too deep into snacks because I don't want to be too redundant when I share my favorites, but definitely hit up the snack section. There's a ton of cookies and chocolate everywhere throughout the store. So you want to look up above the refrigerated section. So uh, not refrigerated, the freezer section. They have cookies and they have chocolates galore. If you like gummy candies, I've heard really good things about their Scandinavian swimmers and their gummy candies in general, but I'm not a gummy candy person. What I am is a peanut butter chocolate person or an almond butter chocolate person and their dark chocolate peanut butter and almond butter cups are so good. They also have these nuts that are kind of hard to describe. They're a cross between a snack and a treat. They're almond butter covered almonds and cashew butter covered almonds. If you're looking for something salty, they're not super salty. They're definitely more sweet. They're creamy on the outside, crunchy on the inside. They are one of my favorites, but it's hard to describe. You're just going to have to pick them up and try for yourself. Last but not least in my do's section is their frozen section. So I'm going to share with you a few of my favorites and a few of my budget-friendly favorites, but I will let you know the frozen section is a little overwhelming. They have really great quick and shortcut options. They're not always cost-effective. So the things that I tend to go for in the frozen section are their frozen veggies and fruit, especially their frozen cauliflower rice, their frozen pepper and onion blend, the one I think it's grilled. It's great for shortcut pepper and onion rolls or bowls or anytime you're making fajitas. Their frozen fruit is really good. They have a really great priced acai packet that we'll buy for smoothie bowls in the summertime. Their frozen shrimp and their frozen fish burger. So they have a wild Argentinian caught shrimp I buy every time I'm there for quick dinners because once it's defrosted, it cooks up in just a few minutes. They also have great salmon burgers and mahi-mahi burgers. My kids love the mahi-mahi burgers. So they're a great quick lunch option. The ingredients are pretty good too. They also have a chili lime burger that I think is good, but I have a copycat version on my website you need to check out because it's just as good. They also have frozen breaded chicken and frozen breaded chicken nuggets, just like at Aldi. I like the Trader Joe's frozen breaded chicken better, and it's great in the air fryer or the oven as a quick option for pretty much any dinner that <laughs> needs breaded chicken. So I love those, though, again, not as cost effective as making it yourself. It is a good quick shortcut option. And speaking of shortcuts, their frozen pizzas are really tasty, and they also have these mini frozen pizzas. They come in either cheese or pepperoni. We like to buy those for the kids, and the kids can add their own toppings, so there's no fighting over pizza. My favorite is the mushroom flatbread. It's to die for. And of course, we can't forget about the cauliflower gnocchi as well. There are so many pre-made meal options. Just check it out if it's within your budget. They don't always serve a family of four or more. So you might need to buy more than one bag if you're going to buy something like their mandarin chicken, which, unpopular opinion, I think it's too sweet. 
It's not my favorite. I know people are going to come at me because it's like everyone's Trader Joe's favorite. And I tried it once and I was like, eh, I don't need to eat it again. But I'm not a huge fan of Chinese food in general. So if you are, their Mandarin chicken is awesome. But you probably need two. You probably need two packs for your family of four or more. I'm just assuming if you're a smaller family, you might be able to get away with just one package. Now, let's dive into a couple don'ts because I have another unpopular opinion about one of their popular items as a don't, and that is their frozen rice and quinoa. I think it is the okay. it's quick. It is quick, but I think it's so it's way too expensive. It's so expensive for what it is. And rice and quinoa should be cheap and they should be easy to make in a rice cooker or an instant pot or even the stovetop. Now, it's not going to be as quick on the stovetop or the rice cooker, but the rice cooker is hands off. You know I love the rice cooker. I have a whole rice cooker episode, especially if you have a larger family, again, or a family of just four or more. One packet of rice is not going to be enough for you. You're going to end up using like the entire box for one dinner, and it's like $5.99. You can get two bags of rice or quinoa, maybe not quinoa, but you can get two bags of rice for that same price. So I am just not a fan in terms of budget purposes for convenience. Yes, it might be good for a quick dinner for two. But if you're a larger family, I just don't think that their frozen rice and quinoa is worth it. Buy a rice cooker and it'll serve you over and over again. Back to their produce section. I don't think the bagged greens like the spinach and the spring greens are worth it. I will buy their bagged arugula because I don't always need a bucket of arugula. I use tend to use less arugula or I'll use arugula kind of as a garnish because it's very peppery. And how I prepare the arugula when I buy the arugula in the bag is I take it out of their bag and I put it in a Ziploc bag with a paper towel and that helps it stay good for a week or so. But their spinach and spring greens, they just don't last that long. And the quality is good when you get it, but I I don't feel they last very long. So I don't think they're worth it. Also, their pre-chopped veggies and fruit. Pre-chopped veggies and fruit never last as long as fresh. They're always more expensive. The exception is their butternut squash zigzags in the fall. My kids really love these and they're kind of a novelty item. So we will get those on occasion. But overall, in terms of budget purposes and food waste, I don't think their pre-chopped veggies and fruit are worth it. Also, similar to Aldi, you haven't heard me talk about meat and fish. I think their meat and fish is a hit or miss. The quality is pretty decent, but their prices have gotten pretty high over the last couple of years. Their grass-fed ground beef is like $6.99, which is $1.50, a little bit more than that, more than Aldi. And their chicken prices are really high. So even though it is decent quality and they do have one that's like hormone antibiotic-free, they have an organic, they even have some pasture-raised, they do have a good variety as well. So there are some goods to it. But personally, I would rather go to Whole Foods, go to the deli, get the amount that I need and pay the same amount or less if it's on sale. Because remember, nothing at Trader Joe's goes on sale. So those are a couple of my don'ts. Meat and fish is a hit or miss in terms of pricing, but the quality is good. I do like their smoked salmon. So that is that is a do. Their milk and juice prices are just okay. I mentioned their nut milks and their grass-fed whole milk. The prices are all right. They're not the best prices. You can get better prices at Aldi. The exception to the juices is their jalapeno limeade they have in the summertime for the quickest margarita ever, spicy margarita ever, or mocktail. It's really delicious. So we always pick that up in the summertime, have that on hand. It's great if you have guests come over and you're like, hey, do you want a cocktail or a mocktail? Really quick. All you need is some tequila or some sparkling water to jazz it up for a mocktail. We love it. And then again, this is going to be an unpopular opinion, but I think you can save your money on a lot of their prepackaged frozen items. 
other than some of the things I mentioned, like their cauliflower gnocchi is really great and unique. I love their cauliflower stir fry as the base to a quick meal. I'll add some sort of a protein to that, usually the shrimp. I'll add an extra egg to that. I mentioned the mahi-mahi and the salmon burger, and I forgot to mention their dumplings. I love their dumplings as a side to a meal or in a dumpling soup. They have a pork gyoza, and they have a chicken gyoza, and I believe they have a vegetarian one as well. So overall, a lot of their prepackaged frozen items are fun and novelty and worth a try if you have them in your budget, but they typically don't serve enough for a full family. They're better, you know, if you're just serving one or two. So in terms of pricing, I don't think it's worth it, but they do have some really fun items over there. We love shopping for appetizers around the holidays there, too. They've got some really great appetizers. They're, what are they called? Pastry pups, I think. They also have a dill pickle corn dog that my husband liked when we got him. We got them for him to try. They've got little mini quiches, the flatbreads, like I mentioned. So they're a great place to stop and grab items for a party. Again, you're probably not paying the least amount ever but they are a great, they do have some great options. So I don't want to say the frozen section is not good because it's fantastic. It's just not the most cost effective. All right, this is what you've been waiting for, right? Let's dive into my top favorites, my top 15. I can't do a top 10, you all. It's Trader Joe's. I love Trader Joe's. And I know I've given you do's and don'ts, but Trader Joe's overall is like my favorite place to shop. So number one, oh, this is in no particular order, by the way. This is not like my number one favorite thing is the Mediterranean salad kit. It's not. <laughs> I don't know what my number one favorite thing is. Maybe I'll realize it when I get to it. But number one, the Mediterranean salad kit. I buy it almost every time I'm there for a quick lunch option. Number two, the unexpected cheddar chicken sausages are just so tasty. They have cheese in the middle. They're a great quick shortcut option and they're just really tasty. Number three, the Toscano cheese. I buy it for every cheese tray or charcuterie board that I'm making whenever we're there. Number four, this is a newer to me item that people have been raving about for years and I just didn't understand the hype, but they're so good. The Hold the Cone mini ice cream cones. They're literally these tiny little mini ice cream cones. The ice cream tastes more like frozen whipped cream than it does ice cream, but it's so tasty. It's a little cone. It's got chocolate on the inside. I like the vanilla ones. They come in chocolate. They come in coffee now. They're really tasty and a great little tiny treat if you just want a little treat at the end of the night. And they're also really great for kids, too, if you just want them to have a little treat at the end of the night. They also have really great little mini ice cream sandwiches. Their ice creams overall are pretty good. They have really fun seasonal ice creams, but the Hold the Cone mini cones are my favorite. Number five, the Chili Crunch Seasoning. I can't believe I didn't mention this when I mentioned seasonings, but it's kind of its own thing. It's a condiment. It is perfect on top of any Asian-style bowl. You could use it literally as a dip to dip your dumplings in. It's just so tasty. I could eat it with a spoon. Number six, the corn chip dippers. If you were a Fritos fan growing up, these are like, they're basically like a big Frito. They're so tasty. They're perfect with any sort of dip. I also love the elote ones, but they are spicy. My kids don't like those. But my oldest isn't supposed to have corn anyway, so they're basically all for me and my husband, I guess. Maybe I should hide them. He loves them too. So that's my number six with any sort of dip. Number seven, the rosemary and the truffle. I couldn't choose just one. Marcona almonds for any charcuterie board are a must. Number eight, the ranch seasoning. I always need it on hand for hard-cooked eggs. I've even used it in tuna salad. I haven't tried it in chicken salad yet, but I think I need to because that sounds really good. Number nine, the onion chips. 
RIP the parsnip chips because I liked them better. The onion chips are hard to describe. They are sweet and salty and they kind of fall apart in your mouth. It's hard to describe. They crunch and then they disappear. (laughs) Just try them. The magical disappearing onion chips, but they're really tasty. And the kids and I, whenever we go to Trader Joe's together, we each grab a snack for the way home and we have been choosing those typically as our way home snack. Number 10, their dark chocolate almond butter cups or their dark chocolate peanut butter cups. But personally, I like the almond butter better. Keep them in the freezer. Thank me later. Number 11, this is also in the refrigerated section. And I didn't mention this before, but I love their cauliflower thins. They're basically cauliflower and cheese. And I heat them under the broiler until they're a little bit crispy and put eggs on top. And they're a great kind of bread slash tortilla alternative. I mean, I eat both bread and tortillas, but these also, they have cauliflower in them. So they're a little bit more nutrient dense, but also they're really, really tasty. So I'll have them as like a weekend brunch. I can imagine they would also be really good as like a low carb, lower carb breakfast sandwich. Number 12, their truffle flatbread I mentioned. This is in the frozen section. It is so good. It's great just to enjoy with a salad kit for dinner, but it's also great as an appetizer at parties. Number 13, their sun-dried tomatoes in the bag. I could just snack on these all day long. My recent favorite snack has been a cracker. Usually I do a Simple Mills cracker. You can't get those at Trader Joe's, sorry. And some cottage cheese, the good culture cottage cheese. I do not like the Trader Joe's cottage cheese. I have specific opinions on cottage cheese. (laughs) Good culture is my favorite with a sun-dried tomato on top. And I just cracker, scoop some cottage cheese, sun-dried tomato, so good. Number 14, the salted almond butter. I get this almost every single time we go to Trader Joe's. I mentioned their nut butters are really good, but I love their salted almond butter in smoothies and also in my salted caramel energy ball recipe. That one is a great quick and easy snack on the go or at home. I will share that recipe in the show notes. It's just almonds, dates, which you can get at Trader Joe's too. And almond butter. And I like the salted almond butter for that because it tastes like salted caramel. And number 15, their gluten-free coffee cake muffins. And then as a quick bonus, some of my seasonal favorite items are, like I mentioned, the jalapeno lemonade. In the fall, the pumpkin butter and the maple almonds. And in the wintertime, their peppermint jojos. You need to get them around the holiday time. Now let's dive into some of my kids' favorites. My kids are five and nine, and they love snacking. So our snack philosophy is that we try to snack mostly on whole food snacks. So things like string cheese, what my daughter calls circle cheese, which are the baby bell cheeses. We'll try and get them to eat salami on occasion. They do love the Applegate turkey pepperoni. They do love the, actually, this is on the list. Yeah, this is on the list. The Trader Joe's salami, because it doesn't have pepper in it. And my oldest daughter does not like pepper in her salami, which is very hard to find. So she really loves those. So I guess those are number one for my kids' favorites. And, you know, fruit, some veggies. My kids don't love snacking on a ton of veggies. They'll eat them with their meals, but we'll also do olives as well. My kids aren't huge nut fans, so that would be a good option too. But our goal is typically to snack on those whole food snacks because they are less expensive overall and they typically keep them a little bit more full. And then we kind of use the prepackaged snacks for school lunches or camp lunches or as more of a fun treat. So my kids each get to choose a snack per week. So my kids' favorites are the snap pea crisps, 
the plantain chips. So the snap pea crisps are called inner peas. The plantain chips, the onion chips, the freeze-dried fruit, especially the blueberries. Their fruit buttons are fun. They're kind of like their fruit strips, but cut into little circles. And if you've ever, if you ever ate dots as a kid, I don't even know if these things are still around, but do you know what I mean? They're not dots. What are they called? They were like these strips of paper with these tiny dots of hard sugar on them that you would peel off and you would always end up eating paper, but they were so much fun. We had a penny candy store in our downtown and we used to love, my friends and I used to love going there. It was right next to my karate studio and we would get those. This is like that, but with fruit strips and less just straight sugar. (laughs) They also really love the fruit strips. They're like 59 cents and I will use them for long runs as well. They're a great easy to pack fuel option. They love their peanut butter pretzels, their cheddar rockets, which are sort of like a cheese nip situation, but ingredients are slightly better. The Strawberry Yogurt O's cereal. I didn't even talk about the cereal section. They have a pretty decent cereal section. They have quite a few corn-free cereals, which is great for my older daughter. And they have good granolas, too. But I like to make my own granola at home, which is probably why I didn't touch about the cereal and granola section. We usually do cereal as a snack versus a meal just because it doesn't fill them for very long. But they love the Strawberry Yogurt O's. And we recently picked some up for our road trip in a couple weeks. I already mentioned the salami they really like. And I think it's the Applewood salami and the string cheeses. The Monterey Jack is a fun way to mix it up. But they also love the Classic and the Colby Jack as well. The creamy tomato soup is my nine-year-old's favorite. She asks for it every time we're there, even in the middle of the summertime. So you know it's good. I'm not a huge tomato soup fan, and I think we can make it pretty easy at home. I have a very easy roasted tomato soup recipe in the cooking club, but she loves that one. The mahi-mahi burgers are a great great quick lunch option, as is the edamame in the frozen section. That's a quick lunch for us oftentimes in the summertime when the kids are like, I'm hungry. Mahi-mahi burgers, some edamame on the side, and some sort of a fruit is a really good quick filling lunch for the kiddos. Speaking of, I have a whole bonus episode coming up in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club on what to feed the kids in the summertime. So definitely check that out if you're in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club or if you're not in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club, the podcast fan level is only $5 a month and you still get the weekly meal inspiration emails too. So I think it's highly worth it for those bonus podcasts as well as the weekly meal inspiration and our library of over 100 recipes. So moving on, last couple of favorites for the kids, the unexpected cheddar chicken sausages, the truffle ravioli, which I love, but again, it doesn't serve a whole family. We need two packages to serve our family, but I will saute up some unexpected cheddar chicken sausages in some olive oil, cook the ravioli on the side, add the ravioli back with a little bit of pasta water, toss it with some Parmesan cheese, and it's like the easiest dinner ever. I like to add some spinach or arugula to that as well. The kids typically don't like that, but it's a great quick dinner, and my older daughter loves the truffle ravioli. And number 15, cat cookies for people, which was very confusing to my five-year-old. She's like, why does it have to say for people? They're cookies. And I'm like, well, you know, because we want people to know that they're not cat treats. She's like, uh, (laughs) the sass of a five-year-old. Let me tell you. So those are my kids' favorite at Trader favorites at Trader Joe's. And last but not least, I want to share with you some of my favorite super quick Trader Joe's specific 
meals. Okay, I have to apologize because I really want to finish this podcast for all of you. But right now, my window to record podcasts is either first thing in the morning or late at night because my husband is off working for the summer. And so I'm recording this first thing in the morning and I my stomach is growling. It's time for breakfast. So if you hear my stomach growling, I apologize. I hope it doesn't trigger your stomach growling too. But hopefully these meal ideas will, I guess. So, um, you know, grab a snack and listen in. Okay, number one, the salsa verde in the salsa section tossed with some chicken in the Instant Pot or the slow cooker makes the easiest salsa verde chicken for bowls. Number two, the chicken sausage, whatever type you want. I really like the Italian or the andouille, but the kids don't like the andouille because it's too spicy with the frozen grilled pepper and onion blend. So you can either cook them separately or together over rice or their cauliflower rice. I mentioned the truffle ravioli with chicken sausage tossed with garlic butter or cooked in olive oil with a little bit of that pasta cooking water and some fresh Parmesan tossed in. I love turning their breaded chicken into a quick chicken Parmesan with just some sauce on top and some mozzarella, either shredded mozzarella or even better, you can get the mozzarella from the cheese section, slice it up, pop that on top. So cook the breaded chicken, add the sauce, add the mozzarella, broil it, top with a little bit of fresh basil. Feels like a gourmet meal. Super quick. I also love their breaded chicken in a hot honey chicken sandwich. So I will add the chicken on top of a bun. I like their brioche buns, but I like the Aldi ones better with a drizzle of hot honey, some garlic mayonnaise and or some slaw on top. Really delicious dinner or lunch for the summertime or any time of the year. I like using their fish sticks in several different ways. I will either make crispy fish tacos with the slaw mix and I will either make a cilantro lime slaw that's creamy or not creamy. And so I will just mix the slaw mix, a little bit of cilantro, lime juice, lime zest, avocado oil, and salt. And then you can add some mayonnaise if you want it creamy. And if not, just leave it out. Or you can top it on top of the Southwestern salad and make kind of like a fish taco salad. Or in the same vein, instead of fish, you can use carnitas for either of those purposes as well. They're pre-cooked carnitas. I'm actually testing a recipe this weekend using the pre-cooked carnitas in place of my pulled pork for pulled pork nachos, and I have a feeling it's going to work really well. Their non-bread as non-bread pizza is one of my favorites to do when it's just me and the kids and I want a quick dinner. I love them as a white pizza. I'll drizzle some olive oil on top with prosciutto and arugula and, of course, some cheese. Or you could do the roasted corn that you can get in the frozen section with carnitas and cotija cheese, maybe some pickled onions on the top of that as well. Or use the breaded chicken and make a buffalo chicken. So toss the breaded chicken in a buffalo sauce, add some blue cheese to the top, maybe some green onions. Or you could do a barbecue chicken situation that way as well with barbecue sauce drizzled on top, maybe some bacon too, blue cheese, or really any sort of cheese you want on there would be delicious. But really in the summertime, especially some fresh tomatoes and basil and mozzarella is delicious on that as well. Or instead of tomatoes, you could do peaches instead. A little bit of gorgonzola cheese on there. So good. There are so many options. We just top them and pop them under the broiler for like five minutes and dinner is done, which is awesome. The cauliflower gnocchi and chicken sausage or shrimp cooked on the side, tossed with pesto and sun-dried tomatoes. Dinner is done. You even got some vegetables in there. 
Greek hummus meatball bowls with the Mediterranean hummus, some of their couscous, which cooks up in five minutes, the chicken meatballs or their frozen turkey or beef meatballs, chopped cucumbers and tomatoes, Kalamata olives and their pre-made tzatziki sauce. Dinner is done. Again, super fast. That is one of my favorites, personally. Speaking of the tzatziki sauce, you can make a really quick pita or use the naan bread with the gyro slices and then whatever vegetables you want to toss on there, chopped tomatoes and cucumber, maybe add some red onions in there, maybe toss that with a little bit of red wine vinegar, a little bit of oregano, a little bit of garlic. We're getting a little bit complicated here, but some vegetables, maybe some pickled onions if you have them, gyro slices, that tzatziki on top of a pita, quick, easy delicious. Shrimp fajitas. Use that wild Argentinian caught shrimp and toss it in either my homemade taco seasoning or the chili lime seasoning. Cook it up in a pan. Serve it on top of the almond flour taco shells with the pepper and onion blend cooked on the side. I like cooking them in a cast iron pan so that you release any of the excess water. And you've got shrimp fajitas in like 15 minutes. The lemon arugula salad kit is great in the summertime as an easy base to a meal with the pre-cooked balsamic chicken. And I like adding some flaky Parmesan on the top to that because there's a little bit in the kit, but not enough, in my opinion. And in the same vein, the Caesar salad kit is also really great. You can turn it into a chicken Caesar salad with the breaded chicken or use a rotisserie chicken or use one of their pre-made grilled chickens as well. And then for an easy soup option, I know we're coming into the spring and the summer, but if you just saute carrot, celery, and onion, mirepoix, you can also buy it pre-chopped if you must at Trader Joe's, add in some ginger and garlic and some mushrooms. Better yet, if you saute these up in sesame oil and then add their miso ginger broth to the top and cook the dumplings, the frozen dumplings in the broth, add in some green onions at the end and you have a really tasty Asian-inspired dumpling soup. So now we are coming to the end of what is a way longer episode than I ever anticipated it would be, but come on, it's Trader Joe's, right? So I shared with you a few things to know about Trader Joe's, Trader Joe's do's and don'ts, my favorites, my kids' favorites, and some of my favorite super quick Trader Joe's meals. Now I want to hear from you. What are your Trader Joe's favorite items? What are the things I didn't mention that I should have or the things that I should try? What are your favorite quick Trader Joe's meals? Share with me over on Instagram. I'm at Healthy Mama Chris. Or share with us in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. We have so many new recipes coming to the Healthy Mama Cooking Club this month and over the summertime. So if you haven't joined yet, you can get your first week free. It's the best way to both support the podcast and get early access to new recipes, as well as member-exclusive recipes. Every single month, you'll get weekly meal inspiration, including a meal plan with meal prep tips and a grocery list. If you want to turn it into your entire meal plan, you'll get access to our recipe vault with over 100 recipes. And we have a ton of bonus content coming this summer as well. Things like quick tips and a guide to grilling and so much more. It starts at just $3 a month, $5 a month if you want those bonus podcast episodes. I do at least one every single month, but I'm adding in an extra every couple of months now as well. So head to patreon.com slash healthy mama Chris. I would love to connect with you over there and give you some delicious recipes. I hope you found this episode helpful. Next week, we are going to be talking about whole foods. Yes, How can we make Whole Foods budget-friendly? And what are my favorite items? So stay tuned for that. Until then, 
Happy shopping. Thank you for listening to Mommy's Podcast. Friend, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Healthy Mama Kitchen Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you love to listen to podcasts. You never miss a cooking tip. If you've been loving this podcast, it would mean so much to me if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It truly makes a difference in how many other busy cooks find this show and lets me know what you're loving and want to hear more of. For show notes and links to all the recipes and tools I mention, head to HealthyMamaChris.com slash podcast. For daily eats, cooking tips, and family-friendly shortcut dinner ideas, be sure to follow along over on Instagram at HealthyMamaChris. Remember, cooking for your family may not always feel easy, but it can be simple.